When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wrestle me, Pete! Wrestle me, Mark. We've just been talking about Shelton Benjamin and the coronavirus. Yeah, he's been very, very responsible. So mm. before it all got serious and really frightening and awful, yeah. um, Shelton was out there basically uh, on Twitter saying, I'm going to just address some of the rumours that keep getting tweeted at me. Right. It is possible for black people to get coronavirus. <laughs> but I'm just pleased. There, I mean, there's a lot of wrestlers who... They love a conspiracy clear. theory. They love a conspiracy yeah, it's a lot theory. Of flat, there's a lot of people who did a lot of work in Japan and still believe in the flat earth. Uh, exactly. And I've, <laughs> 100%. And there's also a lot of people who are putting stuff up where they're sort of going, um, absolutely, I mean, this certainly is a, a, a terrible virus, uh, brackets, if it is a virus. Uh, <laughs> or, or using speech marks around stuff. I mean, you know, you wouldn't want to get this virus, you know, uh, wink emoji. Wink, wink, yeah. Well, that's wrong. I mean, that's why, that's why we don't have healthcare largely left up to wrestlers. Yes, I, mean, I think we should A, a have. big group of society that by and large, don't have enough healthcare. <laughs> no, they so, could do with some. To yeah, be they fun. really could. They really could. So, hey, yes. re- hey, Pete, we love wrestlers. We hope they get it. <laughs> <laughs> we just hope they're probably they're probably not immunosuppressed like most of the sportsmen. No, because they have seen the muck and the filth <laughs> of the world, unlike the pampered princes and princesses of the uh, In, of certainly the soccer. Entirely, they're, they're like the War of the Worlds aliens, aren't they? If they, <laughs> if they drink human tap water, they will just simply die. Anyway. Welcome back Woo. to Wrestle Me. And there is something very, very special we need to talk about. We've been talking about this for a while now. We finally got our shit together and the world has gone mad. <laughs> it's literally the worst time ever to launch a patron, but the patron is live. Yes! What could be more Wrestle Me? <laughs> <laughs> very much the Papa Shango yes. of Patreons arriving in time Too late time. <laughs> and ruining everything. The Wrestle Me patron is live right now. We've got the pork as long as you have the beans. For £8 a month, you get twice the amount of Wrestle Me. There you are, you little pig. Every single week. You get your normal Wrestle Me covering WrestleMania. That's not going anywhere. But if you are a Patreon subscriber, you get an extra show covering all sorts of proper mad shit. We are kicking things off right now over on our Patreon with the WCW Capital Combat 90, the return of Robocop, <laughs> which sounds a little bit like this. Sting will be here. Robocop will be here. I mean, the other thing that's really important here is Robocop. 
just, right. just, Mark, you have no idea. Every time the word Robocop comes up in this pay-per-view, I can't stop laughing. <laughs> They're at the DC Armory on Armed Forces Day, and yep. it's the return of Robocop. Sting has been tased by the horseman, but here comes Robocop, Bob! So much fun. Oh, oh we had so much fun doing good. that one. Beyond good. <laughs> Beyond good. I was thinking about this, and I was thinking, if I didn't listen, like, if, if I was not doing WrestleMe, but I was mm. listening, and I found out it was, like, £8 or $8 a month yeah. to listen to, yeah. like, twice as much, I would actually go... I think I, I should pay more because that is such a good deal because those guys are so great. They're just amazing. These shows are exclusive to our Patreon. You're not going to be hearing that anywhere else. And uh, that's not all. All of our episodes uh, will be released over there. The WrestleMania stuff and the WCW stuff or whatever we're going to be doing, uh, completely ad-free. So no more demands for Craft Ale, razors, things like that over there. Just pure WrestleMe action. No Hi, pauses. I'm June Sarpong. This is the nationwide <laughs> podcast thing I'm doing. <laughs> That's my favourite one. Okay, I don't think I've even heard that, to I be honest. a lot. Uh, and uh, get this, so you've got not only an extra show a week for it, uh, quid, not only uh, ad-free WrestleMe's, we are also going to be putting up the four regular WrestleMe pods as soon as they're recorded. We're recording the first episode of WrestleMania 26 right now. This is what's happening. You're, you're hearing it now. Uh, but if you can't be asked to wait for the next three episodes, or it could be four, could be two, depending on how good the WrestleMania <laughs> is, um, you can hear it as soon as they are recorded. So no more waiting for four weeks to hear the whole of your favourite WrestleMania. That's true. If you get to the end of this episode, you know, I want to hear another one. You can. Mm. You can. You just do it. Head over the page and it's there. Yeah. It's the, it is there. Hand in your pocket. <laughs> Put your money down, big yeah. mouth. <laughs> All mouth, no trousers. Yeah. Time to show us what you're made of. Damn right. <laughs> and also, we'll also be uh, issuing a monthly newsletter. It will only not have like, exclusive news and stuff about the podcast, upcoming merch and live shows. You're going to be putting everything in there, Mark. I- I'm going to make it properly good. What mm. I want to do is I, I want that thing of, if you like WrestleMe, I'm going to just give you loads and loads of recommendations to matches that you can watch there and then, mm. which you will enjoy. I'm going to give you... Th- I'm going to chuck you to like, things like wrestlers' websites that I find deeply amusing at the minute. <laughs> no one's really covered these. Yeah. Certainly the glory days of wrestlers having their own uh, websites. websites right. Does anyone have websites anymore? Um, probably not, to be honest. Really, people no. do it. They have work no. stuff where you have like microblogs and stuff. But mm. in the old days, when you'd go to geosities.com forward slash zmantomzenk.com, <laughs> ca.net nice, yeah, yeah. they would be full of madness crackerjack but we're gonna, I'm going to be doing some stuff I'm actually going to be also taking you through a little bit of my merchandise collection mm. because I I can then it's tax free isn't it it's tax, <laughs> it's tax deductible it is, yeah. I can actually make it work for itself yes, for a change it's only taken 50 years <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there you go every Wrestlemania show uh, app released at the same time no more waiting a patron exclusive extra show a week and all of the shows are ad free and you've also got a monthly newsletter penned by that man over there, Mr Mark Haynes. You know you want it. You know that we want to give it to you. Patreon.com forward slash WrestleMe. I've been excited about this for ages. I'll level with you. It's come at a weird time. Yeah. Uh, so apologies if you've got, you know, uh, situations with, with your own finances. Uh, but I'll level with you. The ad market is fucked. Oh, for the absolutely. Next, for the next six months, 
nobody's going to be able to keep the lights on. So we genuinely do need this. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash WrestleMe. You're getting a heck of a lot for your book, I reckon. Uh, get involved. Uh, we'd say you're getting a lot of bang for your buck, but that's the yeah. young, uh, young Bucks. I'm sure they've trademarked that. All right, okay. The last thing I need is to get into legal trouble <laughs> just as we launch this Patreon. With the this Young is, Bucks. People are just sitting at home as well now. And I, I've, I've done this. I've yeah. thought, who can I issue legal papers against? <laughs> this is a perfect time. Yeah. So, I mean, what I would like, I would actually ask, if you're listening to WrestleMe and you've heard anyone saying anything remotely negative about this podcast, yes, it's a very good podcast, so whatever they're saying is lies, mm-hmm. do let me know who they are. I will be issuing legal proceedings. Exactly. Got nothing it, better to do. And if you can get a company's house address for their business, that would be fantastic. <laughs> uh, Patreon.com forward slash WrestleMe. Get on over. Shall we do what we're here for now? Yes. Let's do it. We're going to be looking at WrestleMania 26. Yes. Uh, Took place at the University of Phoenix Stadium, Phoenix, Arizona. Don't be going to Phoenix, Arizona now, going, (laughs) oh, I'm going to have a look at the University of Phoenix Stadium. It's not called that anymore. What's it called now? It's named after an insurance company. Oh. Yeah, I I, I did. I should have written it down. (laughs) I sort of built this up and I knew you were going to ask that. And even so, my arrogance. I'm trying to think of an insurance company. I really can't. They only want insure and go. Is it the insure and go? That's the only insurance I have. (laughs) No, I think it's... And Discovery Channel made me get indemnity insurance in case I went in their uh, VO uh, box and got my head caught in something. You you shouldn't have to buy that. They should have got that for you I, I don't know it's because i don't have a vo agent anyone listening you know, that'd be a saying. bit like if i if i ran a studio and it was all really badly put together yeah. and there were loads of sort of like sparking wires and stuff mm. and if you touch the mic mm. you'd get a massive shock <laughs> off it and i'd say uh, obviously you know you're safe because i'm sure you've got your own personal indemnity insurance yeah that's not how businesses work i know i'm sure it's, it's probably the way that wrestlemania does their business would you like me to issue some legal papers against them i Pete? think yes I'm yes happy if you to get, do get it. involved thank you very much um let, let, let's just lay our cards on the table with this one okay Okay. now I have no (laughs) recollection of watching this Wrestlemania but I know I've seen it yes because I've saw saw every Wrestlemania at the time Mm -hmm. obviously the Undertaker Shawn Michaels match number two I've obviously seen it Mm. I had no recollection of any of the matches that took place in this (laughs) Wrestlemania it is like I have never seen it before I have no memory about it at all right and I'm sort of not surprised because I think Mm. what happened is I watched it once and I thought Oh, I don't think I'm going to watch that again. And that's just lodged in the back of my head. Right. I think, that, weirdly, Pete, and this is strong words, I think this is the worst WrestleMania we've watched. Is it, do you reckon? Yeah, it's, it's the WrestleMania I've enjoyed the least. But it's got the, the wrestling match, because it is a set of wrestling matches, <laughs> that everyone says is the best Undertaker Shawn Michaels, even though yeah. you reckon, with your big licks, that yeah. uh, last year's one was better. Now, you see, I, I kind said of agree with. last year's one was better, mm. but I hadn't watched this one. Mm. And as I made, make clear, I don't, I don't remember a thing about this WrestleMania. <laughs> it's a total blind spot. And I watched this, the, the, the main event, obviously, for this, mm. and I cannot understand why anyone would say that this match is remotely better than the one at WrestleMania 25. Mm. I thought this match was so far beneath <laughs> the quality of that one. I don't think it was so far beneath, but it was... Because it, mm, the thing with retirement matches is, you know... Yeah, well... I don't actually... We'll, we'll, well get on to it, I'm Yeah, sure, but, but I, did, I do remember at the time, not that was the one thing that made you think Shawn Michaels might break the streak. Right. Because he didn't seem to be at a point where he was going to retire. Right. He could have kept going on. I think it was also one of his calls to retire rather mm. than the WWE. Which is when rare. WWE want you to retire, it becomes clearer and clearer the longer you watch it that, you know, this guy <laughs> is going out to pasture. Yeah. But I think with Michaels calling it, there wasn't really that build in the mm. same way. So I remember watching it and thinking, well, the very fact that they've got this retirement stipulation mm. sort of means that Michaels has to win. Yeah. And so it was a surprise. Also, of 
course, Undertaker winning the previous year, the way that wrestling rubber matches often work is he would split it. So he won last year, so he's going to win this year. Is that what a rubber match means? Yeah, as in, I, I think it's a rubber match because it's like on the bounce back. Right, so okay. A rubber oh, match. I, see, yeah. I, I might be wrong on that. There's mm. probably a, a much better sort of etymological uh, derivation. I'm not mm. sure, but I thought it was always because it's like you're bouncing from one to the next. Who yeah. knows? But, but I, I was so... Th- th- this WrestleMania was so annoying because it's fine. And fine is the enemy of anything that's fun about wrestling. (laughs) Wrestling has to be great. It can be terrible. It can be stupid. It can be clever. But if it's just fine, then Mm. it really is. I don't see the point. And Mm. this was full of just fine. Yeah, that's not what you want, is it, I guess? Not at all. No. Uh, This is, um, uh, uh, historically, this is, you know, going through the the numbers and things, there were 72,219. Mm. And what I was sort of fascinated with is how much it grossed on pay-per-view. Right. So it grossed nearly 5.8 million in ticket sales. And then they had 885,000 pay-per-view buys. And that gave them $49 million in revenue. Right. Now... Recently, they've been talking. There's been the WWE has had a lot of its stock value wiped off, and this is pre-Corona, and it was to do with two big executives leaving who had guided the company through for quite a long time. Yeah, and they came from backgrounds that the the city um, and the financial world respected. respected. Right. With the two of them going, there was big questions as to what had happened and why they'd gone, which normally would mean there's some kind of issue. And one of the issues was that the money that they'd said they were getting for the Saudi Arabian deal seemed to be slightly problematic. It was not being paid on time and it was coming in in dribs and drabs. Mm. So there was a question as to the financial sort of feasibility of the company. Right. So the stock price fell a considerable amount. I think it pretty much – was it halved? Could have halved. I have a look at it. I keep wanting to buy a bit of WWE stock just so I can say, when people say, so what do you do? I say, oh, well, you know, we do a wrestling podcast. And they'll go, oh, wrestling, eh? Just so I can turn around and go, have you heard of the WWE? (laughs) I'm part owner. (laughs) That would stop all of the carping. Yeah. But as, as, as part of that, one of the things that they, they've mentioned, Vince McMahon, an attempt to sort of get the, the, the investors happy again. Mm and the stockholders and the shareholders, he said that they could be looking at returning to the pay-per-view model. So if they were, for example, going to do a deal with Fox Sports, Fox Sports would then get the pay-per-views and they would once again be charging for them. Right. Reading some of the financial stuff, you know they've put the network up. Yes. Someone explained the network as being, it's one of those things that it seems like you're taking control of everything you do. Mm. But what they said was, they said, it's actually Vince McMahon has spent millions of dollars in an attempt to cut off future revenue of millions of dollars. Getting rid of the pay-per-view money has just made a huge hole mm. in the side of WWE. So network figures, the subscribers, don't come close to covering it. And mm. when you see that WrestleMania, which they now give away free on the network, mm. WrestleMania in 2009 was generating $50 million, you can see why they might be looking at returning to the pay-per-view format. Right, yeah. The thing that's fascinating about that is we might be living in a golden era where we have the network, but how much longer it's going to remain in that form Mm. No one knows. And they've often talked about different tiers of the network, that if you go on the higher one, then they might give you Progress and WXW, some of the places that they do business with. Mm. But there is a sense of, I think, you know, we might be looking at in a year's time of going, do you remember that mad thing when you had the network and you could just get everything? And now that's all gone. Well, well, going from like a, you know, before I even 
started uh, watching wrestling, going to the network after watching football um, that left terrestrial television, for example, a yeah. long time ago. Everything's paid. Everything's paid. Um, going to the WWE network and, and watching it, like, God, there's a lot of content here for not a massive Huge. outlet. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's the history of wrestling. It's mm. the history of international wrestling in yeah. one place. And also, pay-per-views and things that are happening now. Yeah. Something's always running. The, it's amount, like, the amount of live TV that you get. Yeah. Like, I think in the States it's still $9.99. In yeah. Britain it's nine ninety nine a month. Yeah. For 120 quid in the old days, in 1991, that would have bought you, I think, three pay-per-views. Mm. Now, you know, the 120 quid a year, it gets you 16 pay-per-views mm. and it gets you the history of the business. Mm. I would love it to last forever. It just seems a little bit unlikely that it will. Yeah. And when you look at figures like that, when you go 10 years ago, they had, you know, $50 million for WrestleMania. I mean, what's incredible is you look at this year's WrestleMania. So by the time this goes out, I think we're pretty much on WrestleMania on, yeah. 36's uh, doorstep. Um, that it, it, Another sort of mad thing, they've actually not getting any ticket money for that. Have no. they postponed it and said, let's do it in the summer, say? And I know, obviously, there's there's, there's difficulty about whether, when things are actually going to be up and running. Mm. But they, they, are, they are just not only throwing away, if you like, the pay-per-view money of $50 million, as shown in WrestleMania 26, but they're also throwing away $6 million in ticket sales. Yeah. The amount of money that is, is not being utilised in the way that it was in the past is a fascinating thing to look at. Mm. And I think we're living in a golden era where I think, I think it's only a matter of time before they have to change the network. You know, maybe but, this is the impetus that they need. I'll, as well. I'll certainly introduce a tiered system because I think with, um, as I said, like having a weekend where Amazon took hold of the soccer thing, so, mm. so you could watch any Premier League match. Um, it's two weekends a, a season, I think, or maybe three or four, um, where <clears throat> you can watch any football match. Three p.m. Just watch it on the on, on the Amazon switch from. It was so futuristic compared to the yeah. quite antiquated uh, um, uh, sort of things that we we, we your, used to on BT sport Sports and, and, your, and your Sky, and, yeah, and your, yeah. Your Sky, Sky and stuff. So to go to that, it seems really futuristic. So I do kind of sort of see the naivety of thinking that people are going to be willing to pay for it again because no one wants to pay for anything nowadays. Um, there are so few pay-per-views that I've watched over the last year mm. that I would have paid for in advance yeah. and that once I'd watched, I would have been happy to have paid for. You know, that, that's a mm. weird thing is it stops. It does make it bulletproof because you no longer have to put on a decent quality yeah. product. But that in itself is a bad thing for a business. Mm. Having that thing where it's an enclosed system and you don't have to worry about what people say, mm. you're always going to have your game flatlining. Yeah. You know? And that's a, I, I, it does sound like I've already got stock in WWE. Certainly sounds, like you're mugger, <laughs> certainly sounds like you're having a pop at our Patreon model. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash wrestle me. <laughs> we are giving away pay-per-view quality shows uh, on a regular basis. Don't compare us to the network. We will not win that fight, Marcus. Um, Marcus? Yeah. <laughs> Wrong show, Pete. Wrong Come show, on. sorry. Head in the game. Um, this, uh, this, as I say, this is a WrestleMania, which is, it's in a uniquely bad period for the business, where <laughs> the people on top seem stale, yeah. the people coming up are not charismatic, there's weird things where people who are talented aren't really being used for whatever reasons, and the whole thing is just blanded out to the max. Yeah. It's so bland. When you get people who stand out who are different, like CM Punk, they seem like the biggest stars in the world. Yeah. And incredibly, I mean, CM Punk, a perfect example of someone who is bizarrely held down, where everybody working at the WWE slightly despises him and doesn't understand understand why people are cheering for him and thinking he's great uh, yeah. and therefore they decide to punish him yeah um so let's let's crack straight into this the first thing we see the traditional union jack flag and british bloke in the front row 
who is holding up stuff wearing a football top. Um, really early on, you see a St. George's flag with yeah. Charlton written across it. Cool. They're always there. It's like, it's like it's, you're not on an away day. Just enjoy your holiday. <laughs> I like the fact that you go to like America, you go yeah. to Phoenix, and you go, have we got the Charlton football flag? <laughs> Take a day off, lads. Just enjoy it. You're in the place that... Uh, the place that you... You're in the place that uh, you've got no other reason to be in. It's no, just, oh, just en- enjoy it. Enjoy the wrestling, which is bland, lads. <laughs> um, they had a dark match uh, before the event, which oh. is a 26-man battle royale. Yes. Now, this is uh, very much a, f- a foreshadowing of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale, which mm. sort of kicks off at every WrestleMania now. Um, this is a way to get the chaps on the card who nobody in their right mind would want to actually see performing in a match. And uh, it came down to four men, Finley, who I do want to see performing in a match, uh, Zack Ryder, mm. Mike Knox and Yoshitatsu. And uh, Yoshitatsu kicked out Zack Ryder to win the Battle Royale. All right. Now, Yoshitatsu was uh, a Japanese star, one of the first guys that they brought in who had a name in, in New Japan and All Japan. Um, I forget which, which is why I said both. And he, <laughs> um, he, he basically came in and they wanted to start pushing more of a global agenda. Yeah. They wanted to have stars from all over the world. So they picked Yoshitatsu, who was not a, a big name, a Japanese star. And the idea was, as you can see by letting him win this WrestleMania Battle Royale, that they would be pushing him with an eye to creating, if you like, more regional superstars mm. for the, their global fan base. Yeah. Um, one of the guys who was in the audience here was a, a wrestler called Kenta. And Kenta is just a fantastic light heavyweight. Um, he was here to see the... I think he was off with an injury from wrestling in Japan. Mm. So he was here to see the induction of Antonio Inoki oh, right, into yeah. the Hall of Fame. And he came with um, Guido and Jado, who are two sort of um, lightweights. Uh, Guido would go on to be one of the, the great bookers in New Japan. He's still the booker at the moment. Uh, just a, an amazing four-year run. So you have these Japanese legends who are there. And Kenta, one of his real dreams was to compete at, in the WWE, mm. uh, and it would come to pass. And so he obviously was sitting there watching Yoshitatsu and thinking, I would like to be just like Yoshitatsu. And his dream came true because they entirely wasted Yoshitatsu. <laughs> and by the time Kenta came to NXT uh, and then 205 Live, he was repackaged as Hideo Itami. This was front page of the wrestling magazines, the weekly wrestling magazines in Japan. So, in fact, when we were over there, Hideo Itami had just signed with NXT. Mm. And I picked up their weekly pro wrestling gong, and it's Hideo Itami on the front. Japan was extremely excited that such a great performer was going to go to the WWE. He got a couple of injuries over the time. They just didn't know how to use him, and it Mm. was just a big waste of a good portion of his career. And the same with Yoshitatsu. They very quickly got fed up with the idea of pushing him, and so Mm. just jobbed him out continuously. It's it's a weird thing. They fought very hard not to do that with Shinsuke Nakamura, one of the great Japanese performers of Mm. the last 20 years. He is a, a, a decent level in the card, but he has had the amazing ability to having come from NXT where he was putting on great Shinsuke Nakamura matches since coming to WWE he has had a grand total of zero matches of any worth right. it's, it's an amazing inability he's got such name recognition as well and he's such a great performer yeah. um, we will be seeing him in later WrestleManias uh, the, the classic match that he had against AJ Styles which was classic in that the fans clamoured for 
for it. And finally, WWE sort of gave way mm. and they said, well, let's do it. And everyone was looking forward to it. And the two of them just stunk the place out. It was <laughs> such a shame. Love it. It was even worse than that. Like we were saying before, this WrestleMania, they didn't stink the place out. They were just fine. Yeah. And being fine is the worst thing imaginable. <laughs> um, what we see as well here is, is I'd forgotten about this, of course, but um, the Jets come over. Yes. And those were the Jets that I thought I'd seen at WrestleMania 25 that weren't there. <laughs> so I think these are the Jets. This is clearly the only watched. thing yeah. I remembered from this WrestleMania <laughs> was those Jets. And then I put them on a different one. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Um, it, it, like, it, it's cut so the jet fighters smash over the, the, over the stadium and then it just cuts straight to the crowd as if they're like going, oh, it's $300 million worth of <laughs> war machine, not asked. Yeah. Get on I, with it. The best thing about that, and I know this is not what I'm supposed to be looking at, but when the jets came over, they have to fly over the whole of the area around the Phoenix Stadium. Not there. Oh, it's the size of the car park. <laughs> it was absolutely amazing. So I had a look. Um, <laughs> Stadium had approximately 14,000 on-site parking spaces plus uh, 12,000 adjacent spaces. Uh, They were located in numerous lots surrounding the stadium's uh, 2,000 disabled parking spaces. That is a total of 28,000 parking spaces. That is crazy. Uh, 2,000 disabled spaces, that is too many. (laughs) That's that's too many. That's just the wrestlers. I don't think 2,000... I I just think it's too... Anyway, I'm going to write to (laughs) you. As soon as we find out what the name is. Um, Fantasia. 
uh, who uh, a performer who who never made it. Not uh, a clue. <laughs> Not nope. a clue who this woman was. Eight-time Grammy nominated. A long way of saying hasn't won a Grammy. Right. <laughs> was she in a was she in a group or something? I don't know, I no, I think she was on series was three of American Idol. Right. Um, okay. And annoyingly for her, she did actually win a Grammy. Five months after this WrestleMania, oh. so she won it for um, uh, I think best R and B female vocal performance. Oh. So it's it's a terrible bit of timing on her part. Well, she well she tears America well because yeah, it's a terrible WrestleMania, uh, <laughs> but she tears America the beautiful new one. She really goes for it. Like, she does out of the blocks. She does no run ups for her. Smashing right through. Not it. at all. New little bit they've added into their America montage. So you have the the soldiers, the desert, mm. eagle, yeah, a CGI cornfield. I I, I I said CGI. I was thinking. Is that CGI? It is CGI, isn't it? Why, do, why have they bothered with a, a CGI cornfield? Could they not find a cornfield? Very, very tricky to find. <laughs> we, we managed to get the eagle. We spent most of the time, if I'm being honest, filming the eagle. Uh, that, that took a long time. We should have put the corn first. It was easy. But, yep, CGI corn. Um, oh, uh, just on Yoshitatsu, I've just glanced down at my notes. Worth saying, um, Matt Stryker, um, who, who is... Uh, he's not terrible in this WrestleMania. His delivery is really weird and really bad. Right. Uh, but everything he says is actually quite good. Um, he, he, at one point, he refers to Yoshitatsu as the poisoned fist of the Pacific Rim. Ooh. And I heard that, and I was a bit like... Ah, that just it doesn't connect does it it just racist it just there's something about it which is racist I don't know but then I thought no it isn't racist is it it's just bad I think it it is it's It's a combination of the words fist and and rim (laughs) the poisoned fist of the Pacific Rim don't say rim oh fist rim oh no and then poison you're like it's not like a good fist in a rim. No, it the poison. fist has gone. The fist has gone through, oh. broken through, <laughs> opened up, poison within the yeah, hand. The colours. Oh, the colours. <laughs> he thought he was fine, but he woke up the next day, and do you know what it looked like? You know when you get that iridescent oil? It was like that. <laughs> I mean, it just oh, it just absolutely. I hate Matt Striker for that. The poisoned fist poisoned of the Pacific fist. Rim. Again, never going to be a champion with that hanging around your neck, are you? No, you know, it's ugh, ish. Um, so Fantasia, she finishes off. That's all very nice. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, Mount Rushmore, they also put in there. Yeah. You know, when you see something you've seen a million times, mm. and suddenly it strikes you as being just absolutely fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's stupid, isn't it? Mount Rushmore Why, is yeah. way up there. Keep, keep doing them. Yeah. yeah. Keep up. Yeah. You don't just buy... You don't just buy a, 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 like three baseball cards, do you? <laughs> True. You True. don't go, well, that's too, ma- that's too many faces in- inexplicably etched yeah. into a mountain. Keep going. Massive one. You've got room. Um, it was make, com- them, make some of them smaller uh, if you have to. I was looking at this, I was thinking, when did this fucking thing appear? <laughs> what is it? So I looked at it and it was completed in 1941. <laughs> and this sounds like a fucking like, comedy sketch. Under the direction of Gutson Borglum and his son Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> the Adventures of Gutson. And Borglum and his son Lincoln. Oh, it's a lovely piece of work it was doing the Yeah, like... sixty foot tall granite faces. Mm. Um, uh, there was a, a, a thing about the fifth face of Mount Rushmore. Right. Who in the fifties and sixties there was a local Native American chief. Uh, he was called um, Benjamin Black Elk, and he was known as the fifth face of Mount Rushmore because he just stood there in front of it with his full regalia on, All demanding the time. to be photographed with tourists. <laughs> yeah. So he sort of jumped in on it, which I quite like. Nice. Um, there is a secret chamber. 
in what, Mount inside Rushmore. Mount Rushmore? It's inside Lincoln's frontal lobe. What? <laughs> in his head. Wow! So the guy Can built... you look out? No, no, it's inaccessible. <laughs> right. But the guy built it saying, I want it to be a repository of American history, uh, and I want like inspirational quotes ch- chiselled into the walls. And <gasps> then we're like, well, mate, maybe you should have made a fucking way to get to it. <laughs> it doesn't what, involve so going over big... Lincoln's nose. <laughs> so there's a big hot... So you'd have to come in from the rear, wouldn't you? But then you'd be worried that you were... Oh, yeah. it'd, be a, it'd be an engineering nightmare. Wouldn't it? And disrespectful. But the best you Airbnb know. in the world. <laughs> Wouldn't it? Lincoln's so, yeah, head. The, the little secret room oh. in Mount Rushmore. Imagine would... that wank. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your poshest wank been? <laughs> Mummy, why is Lincoln sweating? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've been on my own for a very long time. <laughs> we start off with some credits that show us through the moments they're talking about. This mm. is their big thing. And what you realise is there's just a lot of faces that we've seen before. There's yes. no new faces. No. We see Cena and Show and Jericho and Michaels and Undertaker. It just seems like someone's remixed the last one. It really it's like, does. It's like WrestleMania 25, 2.5. It is. And I think that's, that's <laughs> really why this one lacks so much identity, mm. is that even the main event, which is, you know, obviously an important match, mm. it is a retread of one we've seen before. Yeah. And when you get things like, I mean, if someone had said how many times have John Cena and Batista f- faced each other, I actually did look. It's actually far less than you'd imagine. Right. I think it was about three times. Oh, really? Yeah, really what, odd. Ever? What in? Yeah, up to this point. What in? As in, like one on one matches. Any of the? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's it, fascinating. It, it, it's they're kept apart far more than you'd realise. Yeah. But it just feels because they're always in the same place on the card. Yeah. You just feel like you've seen it a million times, mm. and so you know, with your Edge versus Chris Jericho, that watching it now, I thought, oh gosh, I mean, that seems like a match you've seen a million times. Yeah. Even your Randy Orton versus you know Cody and uh, Ted DiBiase because they were together for so long. Yeah. As a unit, I just felt it. Everything felt very stale. Mm. Um, and, and even. And even like the big narratives, like you know Bret Hart and stuff, didn't deliver for me. So. No, and the Bret Hart, of course, you're, you're harking back to something that happened 13 years ago. Right, there is... we know it because we did it a few months yeah. ago. Yeah, there is, there is, there is a funny thing about they are trying to make new stars in this. Mm. So people like Sheamus in a match with Triple H, mm. that is very much a, a lifting of someone who is an incredibly new face into a good mid-card position, high mid-card, working against one of the big, important faces of the company. Yeah. And there are attempts at that, but too often this just seems like, you know, a treading water WrestleMania. A lot of WrestleManias, they create a big star by the time you get to the main event. Mm. And in this one, there don't seem to be any star creation. You know, it is just ticking along. Yeah. It felt like an extended episode of SmackDown for me. It was, mm. uh, apart from the last match, which um, I, I, I would love to say transformed the whole thing. But on watching, I was actually slightly disappointed by yeah, that's going to cause kerfuffle. People are going to get annoyed by that, um, but you shouldn't. It's just a one man's opinion. <laughs> the, um, uh, uh, the there's a really good stat here, which um, uh, is about Triple H. And oh, I it's going to be like there are zero kid rock concerts in this show, <laughs> don't they? which I'm very into. Triple H uh, for the decade prior to this WrestleMania, which is 26. This match he has at WrestleMania 26 against Sheamus is the first WrestleMania where he's not in a championship match since 2001. Right. So that tells you there is no movement. The same people fighting mm. for the same thing. Um, I believe in 20, WrestleMania 23, he misses because he has a torn quadriceps. But his previous seven WrestleMania matches were for world championships, and he was in the final match at six of the previous ten WrestleManias. Right. So you can really see that there's stagnation at the top. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know... Ugh. The following year, they try something new. 
The Rock comes back to be a referee and they decide to do something which is they put someone who's never been in the main event of WrestleMania into the main event and it's John Cena versus The Miz. And this is exactly why, in some ways, being stale is not bad because that was a bigger disaster than keeping things stale. (laughs) Uh, You know, just at the time, it's the least appetising WrestleMania main event. Certainly, you know, watching it all the years as I have, building up to that one, that is the one that I was least interested in. But the main events are always a bit underwhelming, even if they're built well. I mean, like... Certainly, in this kind of run in the twenties, there's not been many main events where you go off like that deserves to be a no, no. I think we do, we do see some. I think you know when you get to there are odd WrestleManias that are really special, mm. um, but that's the magic of WrestleMania. When it happens, it's perfect. When it doesn't happen, it feels like something's lacking. Yeah, and you know, oh, man, match one. Let's try and get to it. We're 33 minutes in, <laughs> but, <laughs> but we'll try and get to one match. Yeah, um, the unified tag team champions, Showmiz. Uh, who, US champion Miz and Big Show. I mean, look, if Miz has got three belts, there are too many belts. Something has gone wrong. Uh, versus R-Truth and John Morrison. Why do they do that kind of concatenated, kind of um, squished together Show Miz? Well, they do that quite a lot around about this time. They just yeah, sort of mash them together, don't they? They do. Now, Show Miz, I believe, is a pun on the word showbiz, right? Oh, uh, okay. But right, yeah. it's a pun that doesn't immediately sound or even look when it's printed down <laughs> what it's supposed to be no so I tried to work this out last night because I was like I didn't even think I'd, I've written down show Miz, but I don't know what it means I'd written yeah. originally I'd written down is it Miz show and I was like what is Miz show what is Miz show Miz show is, it a, pun on, is it a pun on Mr. Show that <laughs> thing and I was, yeah. it's like that's a strange reference but then uh, no they say it and I was like oh it's show Miz. and I was like I'm still none the fucking wise. <laughs> when Chris Jericho teamed with the big show, they were called Jericho. And again, Good. at least that, that I can that's see not, what that that's is. That's not another word, so you don't worry about it. Yeah. Show Miz, I believe, is showbiz. Mm. And it does not fucking work. No. It Did doesn't it? work. No. Um, uh, show here, I think this is one of the first WrestleMania victories he's had in about a decade <laughs> uh, working with Miz. Again, these thrown-together tag teams. Yeah. Not not to be one of those awful podcasts that's going, and if you want to find out more, you want to go to the Patreon. But we were talking on the Patreon about WCW and the way that it valued tag team wrestling yeah. in a way that WWE never did. Mm. And when you see with these tag teams just thrown together single stars with nothing better to do, mm. so stick them in a tag, compared to someone like the Midnight Express, it stops the tag division being special. And it weirdly, it cheapens them as single wrestlers. Yeah. And this is just... I mean, this is a, such a pointless match. Nobody cares about this. They don't care about the belts when show Miz have got them. Mm. You know, no one wants to see Miz wrestle. Certainly not in the main event of next year's fucking WrestleMania. <laughs> and it just... It just, it's just, uh, I mean, this set the tone for me where, yeah. where that this was good enough. This is what you open WrestleMania with. Mm. You open it with this tag team match of two cobbled together tag teams with nothing in common. They're not even wearing matching costumes. No, it, it, and they're sort of, it just sounds like, oh, is, is sure enough of a draw? Is the Miz enough of a draw? Mm. Oh, let's put them, let's put them together. And it's just yeah. like, it's just second-guessing yourself. It's just... Completely, completely. There is a funny thing that I would say, and it's not something that happens, but you see in this one, there are too many people in a lot of the matches. Yes. And part of it is, do you know what? WrestleMania, maybe we should think about going, why don't we just say, 
you know what? There's eight matches. Yeah. And you have just got to be so good during the year to get on this card. Mm. You know, and do you know what? When WrestleMania is over, give everyone in the company a bonus. Yeah. But don't fucking bring them in <laughs> to do seven minute matches where there's 90 of them in the ring. Yeah. And all of them are just like, oh, here we go. Do well, my bring them. You know, WrestleMania at this point is like a weekend sort of situation. So just yeah. do bring them in for the Blumen Hall of Fame in the, in the weekend. Let, let you know, do meet and greets, get them behind the table, sign totally. shit. We don't need to see. <laughs> them tag teaming um, for the first time ever live on pay-per-view in Romania oh that was the big one uh, spare me your yes. fucking global business gloating oh I love that so much <laughs> what is that about wow and uh, Hugo I mean, Savinovich is there the, in the audience the, the, as well the, the, with like a big gap tooth baby <laughs> hi, I did, Lawler at one point goes uh, oh hi Romania he, he doesn't know where Romania is. His strippers know where Romania is. Oh, absolutely. That's where they're from. They all like their passports back <laughs> so they can return. Yeah. Um, Big Show does his... Dario does his <laughs> Dario, stinking Lola. He's, Lola. he's amazing in the Divas match. He's absolutely oh, untrammeled. Oh, he's disgusting. He's disgusting. Um, they uh, give him a KO punch from Big Show, which ends this, mm. this match after, I don't know, three minutes, five minutes, who cares? <laughs> and uh, it is like a TV match. I was pleased that Big Show has finally won at WrestleMania. Mm. That's good for him. But um, honestly, I mean, I mean, if <laughs> but, you, you, but John oh. Morrison and our truth turn up, and I'm like, this. I don't know what's going to happen from here on in. But this stinks of one. There were there one WrestleMania. Yeah. This just stinks. Yeah. They might have had an amazing career. They might be at every one. But this very much stinks of a one I, shot. I, kind I, of. I, I feel for them. And actually, what you can see is you see this again and again through the card that there are some really talented people out there that they don't know what to do with people wrestlers that. Oddly, that like the company seems to have a grudge against, mm. and they don't want them. Like John Morrison, they slightly don't want him to become a main event star, mm. um, but they want Miz to become a main event star. When you look at the two of them, this is wrestling, right? John Morrison might not be fantastic on the mic, but you know what? He's great in the ring. Yeah. Miz, he might be good on the mic. They all overestimate how good Miz is because every time he speaks, I want to turn the fucking telly off. But in the <laughs> ring, he's just okay. Yeah, they they look at it and they go, "Let us put all our energies into Miz." Let us, you know, people don't seem to like him as much. That is important for us to show them they're wrong. Mm. Get him. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Give me CM Punk. This WrestleMania should have been two matches. Undertaker versus um, uh, Shawn Michaels, yeah. two. And it should have been CM Punk against whoever he wanted it to be against. And that would have made it better than what we got. <laughs> Loads of awful people. But this is at the point where you could actually run a company... Uh, not by gut instinct, not by this. You could run it by stats, yeah. noise, Twitter, Facebook, yep. all that shit, Google searches. Just, you know, just do it like that. Yeah. Tone deaf. <laughs> do it with Tone the numbers. Deaf. Do it with the numbers, the arrogance you of, must, of, of you booking must, it badly. If you were like in the company, you must have watched this match and gone... Do you know what? They could have done a lot more in that seven minutes. John Morrison, he really worked hard. Mm. Why wouldn't you go next time you've got seven minutes? Let's just get John Morrison and see what he can do with someone else who was good in one of these matches. <laughs> Instead, you're just like, oh, well, you know, John Morrison didn't bring out the best in Miz, yeah. but we'll give Miz someone else. You know, you fucking <laughs> idiots. I'm so angry about this WrestleMania. <laughs> Pete, it was, it, was, it was hard work watching it. And now it's, now it's made me cross. It's made me really angry. Well, I think this is the first time they sort of mentioned that WrestleMania is now a week. Yes. Because last time, I think it was weekend, now is the first one where they said it's WrestleMania week. It is. They have a big access. Mm. Um, Lawler mentions there's golf. 
And, oh, it's uh, got, Poor Hornswoggle is back again, selling some <laughs> shite. He is. He, had, he, was on, he was on the Prime Golf Tournament last time, yep. uh, kicking the ball around. Now he's uh, at the WWE Art Show, looking at terrible drawings of himself. I believe that is artwork by WWE superstars that you could bid on. Oh, you're kidding now, me. I would Why like would... to find out where all that ended up. <laughs> I am very interested to see who bought the picture of Hornswoggle done by Hornswoggle. <laughs> I'm very keen. I, I'm, I'm interested in art, modern yes, art. in the same way that when uh, that woman bought all of those Rolf Harris pictures <laughs> yes. uh, and it was her uh, last bit of money This is, that was going to be her nest egg yeah. and then they found out that Rolf, Rolf Harris was wrong one, and uh, yeah, I, was, uh, I, was, I, I was on a, a train and I got talking to uh, an elderly couple and they were they were just in a sort of bad way. You know when you, you can spot some old people and they're fretting? Yeah. Uh, and I said, are you okay? Is everything all right? You know, do you need a hand with anything? And they were like, oh, no, you're okay, thank you. And we chatted. And it turned out that the week the week before Rolf Harris it was suddenly in all the papers, mm. they had basically invested in three original Rolf Harrises, mm. which they wanted to leave their grandkids. And they basically put a lot of money into pictures he'd done of elephants and, you know, <sighs> schools. I, I, but I knew when people were... Buying those. I remember, like, you know, they say that, you know, they, they, they bought this picture for Rolf Harris. Why are you doing that? It's not high art. Look, it was it's bad not... art. It was bad art. <laughs> it was all right. It was, my... it was this WrestleMania. It was all... It looked like an elephant. <laughs> it looked like an elephant. All Drawn by a hand, the hands of a man who'd done some terrible things. Hey, I'm not a snob. But if you thought that that was good art and it went on your wall, then you deserved what happened to the value of your picture. He is uh, a man who voluntarily introduced a paper trail into his acts. <laughs> and that is not the se- a sensible thing to do if you are a paedophile. No, that's very true. Mm. I, um, I met Rolf Harris on a number of occasions. Uh, mm. It was all very positive for me. Right. Um, I met him at the Albert Hall at a Cub Scout jamboree. Um, cool. <laughs> that, that's, again, that just sounds like... That Cub sounds, Scout jamboree. That, that, that whole milieu of discussion. 70s yeah. TV presenters. It just sounds like, and it even had a Cub Scout jamboree. Um, but that was at the Albert Hall, and he <laughs> he did some live painting, and I thought it was absolutely majestic. Yeah, uh, very very good. And I later then worked as a runner on a on a television show at, right at the start of my career uh, for ITV, mm. and I was told that I had to be Rolf Harris's runner. Mm. Uh, and they they said because we um, we always make sure that Rolf is given a a male runner. Cool. And uh, I thought, oh, oh, little bit of goss, <laughs> I thought. And, you know, the nice thing is for years I've always been like, oh, that does sound libelous when you when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing libelous about it, no. <laughs> that's right, that's right. That bit of information was so valuable <laughs> back in the day. Like everyone in TV, Pete, I knew that and did nothing about it. <laughs> uh, they're all no. disgraceful. Mm. Right, well, we did manage one match. I'm really we pleased. We did manage. I'm really we proud. ended with a, a beautiful story about Rolf Harris and a Cub Scout jamboree. The good thing about that is, like, if you w- were a first-time listener to this podcast mm. and you heard that, you might go, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to complain about that. But... <laughs> Why, ro- they, why do your voices always? They're probably <laughs> from Leeds. <laughs> Very weak. <laughs> have a go at them. Alan Bennett. <laughs> I, I do imagine that most of my criticism does come from Alan Bennett. He would not like what I do. No. And, uh, he would. He, you went to a good school, Mark, yeah. and you've let him down. And I, I look at it and I think, look, if you got this far through it. There's loads of bits where you could have easily just hung up on listening to this. <laughs> yeah. If you got to the end. If you're still here, yeah. this is an endurance. Yeah, exactly. You look. Know, well, look, you've got a nice little Rolf Harris-sized <laughs> nugget at the end to see you on your way home. He was a wrong one. Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> oh, wrestle me, Mark. Wrestle me, Rolf. Pete! Pete! <laughs> Pitching.com
This was a Stakhanov production. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.